Welcome to today's five good minutes. You're listening to today's inspirational message on the book of Jonah with Kurt Bjorklund. So I want to come back and ask a question that has been presented in a way throughout uh, Jonah. And it's the idea of God relenting, God changing his mind. It says that God may yet relent or change his mind. And God then does change his mind, we're told. He relents. So he had planned to destroy Nineveh. And because of the actions of the Ninevites, God changed his approach. And this causes some people trouble because, especially in reform circles, they will say something along the lines of God doesn't change his mind. God's sovereign purposes are fixed. And therefore, there's nothing that you do that can change the purposes or the ways of God. And I think this is an example, honestly, of of letting your theological system cause you to read into text of the Bible things that aren't necessarily there. Now, I certainly agree that no purpose of God can be thwarted. There are verses throughout the Bible that say that God does exactly what he wants. But it doesn't mean that God doesn't have an inner relationship with his created beings that can be responsive to real choices in real time. In other words, God's sovereignty, the fact that God knows what's going to happen, orchestrates what's going to happen, is moving toward what is happening, doesn't mean that God can't change his course of action based on what we do. Now, uh, some people will, will say, well, okay, God knew that they would change, so it's just talking from a human standpoint, but God's purposes were still fixed, still moved. Okay, if that's how you want to answer that, I understand that. But that's not helpful, for your own spiritual journey, because part of a spiritual journey is saying, my choices have real consequences, my decisions matter. And if you get into a type of of sovereignty thinking, reformed thinking that says, God has already preordained everything, it doesn't matter, you can use that kind of thinking to justify inactivity to justify sinful choices, to justify uh, selfish attitudes and just say, well, I, I just am what I am. And one of the things that Jonah shows us is that is that God does change how he acts based on how people respond to him. This is even true in the book of James in the New Testament. You may say this is just an archaic Old Testament example. But in James, uh, we're told in chapter four that you do not have because you do not ask. It's about prayer. And it's saying that one of the reasons that God doesn't work is because you simply haven't asked. Well, that means that, again, God responds to his creation. Now, certainly there's a way in which this gets carried to an extreme. If you begin to say, well, God is dependent on me and God can only act if I have faith or God can only do certain things if I do. No, 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 that, that's a misunderstanding. But I think it's an equal misunderstanding to say God has so written the script of human history that there's no responsiveness from God to people. Simply reading your Bible pushes you to say that God responds to the actions, real actions, real beliefs, real repentance, real faith of people. And so while I completely affirm God is sovereign, I also want to affirm that your choices, my choices have real consequences. And God interacts with your choices and my choices in a way that make a difference in our lives. So let me ask you today, 
what choices, what changes could you make in your life that would most please God? What would make a difference if you said, I will change and hope that God will relent or God will, will, will respond to my pursuit of him? Because one of the lessons of Jonah is that God does respond to the ways in which we interact with him. Never get into the thinking that simply says, God has fixed everything, therefore what I do doesn't matter. That is a position that is a logical conclusion of a true doctrine of the sovereignty of God but is not actually taught in the pages of Scripture because in the pages of Scripture, what people do matters and God interacts with people and what they actually do or don't do, what they actually believe or don't believe, if they pray or don't pray. All of those things actually have significance. So don't fall into the thinking that says it just doesn't matter. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.